Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back to Motivating Remote Teams. We have just a couple of these episodes left before we complete this series. And uh, we've really covered a lot of ground. So um, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you're just joining us, please go back and listen from the very beginning of this series. They are each only about seven minutes long, so you could really catch up very quickly. I believe that you will find a lot of great nuggets that lead up to where we are right now. So I want to talk to you today about morning routine. Now, I know we've touched on routine before and you've heard it before, but let's talk about it from a completely different angle. Let's talk about it in terms of what your morning routine used to look like before you went remote. Let's do some comparisons and really think about, you know, what we were doing before and how some of that routine or the pieces of those routines could be extremely motivating if they're incorporated correctly into your new routine as a remote worker. So when you don't have to commute in your usual work way in your routine, it can be easy to sleep in, start late, or have a harder time getting going each day. Well, there are teams out there that have been doing remote work for a long time. And I'm actually looking at an article right now by a lighthouse team. And they have, uh, they've learned how to master this. And so uh, the advice that they were given is to look at, the, look at it this way. The act of getting ready and hopping in your car on the subway or riding your bike to work all helps you get going. They all trigger kinds of habits and routines in your brain telling you it's time to work. So you're able to kind of make that shift in your mind. Without the commute, you need to keep what routines you can and still get your mind and body ready to make that shift. While your team won't be commuting, encouraging them to get up at the same time, shower at the same time, dress like you're going to come to the office, and settle in for work when they're ready, by keeping this ex- the same existence of that getting ready process in their routine, minus the commute, actually helps make sure that they don't slip into bad habits or some remote workers who don't work a full day and, you know, maybe never put their pants on, etc. And we've talked before about how it makes you feel great when you dress well, you know, as opposed to, you know, kind of staying in that sleep-in mode. Um, and it does make a mental difference. So this is this is not just about your physical appearance. This is about how it's mentally affecting you to either lock and load and be ready for work or whether it's going to cause you to just kind of slink down in the chair, you know, ready to take a nap on the couch or, you know, do your usual home stuff. So best of all, um, if they have a long commute, they can now put this time into something different. And so they were encouraged to make it a win-win and great morale for the company by maybe spending an extra 30 minutes with the kids instead of the commute or read a book or a publication that will help them to grow or that they've been meaning to catch up on. Maybe call a friend or a co-worker they enjoy catching up or maybe a family member. Take a walk or get some exercise and start incorporating those into the routine. Or if they want to start the day early, they could take a longer lunch or end a, a little earlier that day. 
The key is routine, and it always has been. Everything that I have shared throughout the different series that I've done in this podcast has been about routine. And I mentioned yesterday that, you know, even astronauts have to have a routine in order to keep their sanity. And uh, children, too, you know, and we've mentioned that in other episodes or series that I've done um, and, and how important that is that they get to keep their routine as well. Habits are easy to set, but all it takes is a few days for them to erode or break. And then when they're gone, it's easy for you to end up right back in a rut, feeling like you're not making any progress at all. Now, whether you're a fan or not of James Clear's Atomic Habits or the Tiny Habits approach of B.J. Fogg, you'll find they both share a similar philosophy as the same as my book, Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine, The first step in a habit is the trigger you set. So number one, it makes it obvious. The cue part of it, in other words, what cues you to make the decision that you're about to make to do the thing that you normally do. Number two is the craving. In other words, what makes it attractive that makes you repeat it over and over again. Number three, make it easy. So with your response that you want to make sure it's something you can repeat. And then number four, make sure there's a reward in that. And it's satisfying. That's the habit loop. And James Clear's habit loop is from the atomic habits. The sudden transition to remote work, especially when you're working from home, means that you lose out twice on habit triggers. Number one, you lose good triggers and you miss out on the triggers when you get in the office to focus, collaborate, and get things done. Number two... You have new tempting triggers. You are now surrounded by all kinds of triggers, distractions you normally have at home that have nothing to do with getting your work done. So we've got to take all of this into account if we're going to build up very strong routines and habits that make us productive workers. And as a leader, the best thing you can do is to keep as many of the positive work triggers as possible for you and your teams. So turn your daily stand-up into a daily call if you do a daily stand-up. Keep as many of your routine meetings as possible and shift them to video calls. Start the day at the same time as you did before, being visible in your workplace or your space when you send out emails, how you participate in chat, what feedback you give in your various tools and apps. The more of the same routine you can keep, and, and, and repeat it again and again, the more likely you are to continue being productive or even maybe become more productive. Also, by switching to things like video calls, you create accountability for people that need to get out of bed, shower, and be presentable. They can't just hide behind a profile picture <laughs> or a little gray blob on the screen, <laughs> just like they're coming into the office. We have uh, just a little bit more to share tomorrow, or might be our last episode in this. I hope it's been enjoyable to you. Share it with somebody who may benefit. Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness and routine. Keep reaching higher and never give up on making new habits in your life.